0: Make a man die a hundred deaths before the real thing happened. The day was blistering, the sun a white-hot coin in the cloudless sky. Ravens quarreled in the junipers, raining a shower of twigs, cones, and needles. Close to Sam, a swallow-tailed butterfly circled close to a purple bull thistle, then fluttered away in tattered flight. A probing arrow thudded into the slope behind Sam, then a second, Angry now, he cupped a hand to his mouth and shouted, Hey, you buzzards, you're going to put somebody's eye out. There was no answering shout, nor further arrows. Sam peered over the rim of the boulder again. Nothing moved, and there was no sound. Maybe the Apaches were gone. The arrows might have been a last act of defiance, calculated to make the white man wet his pants. If that was the case they'd almost succeeded. A minute dragged past slowly, heavy with heat. Still nothing moved, and only insects made their small sounds in the grass. Emboldened, Sam stood and drew an instant fuselade. A bullet jerked off his hat, and another tugged at his left sleeve. He dived for the ground again and yelped as one of his rheumatic knees slammed against a buried rock. Dang, that was gonna hurt later, if there was a later. His knee paining him, Sam's anger again flared. He jumped up and fanned his colt dry. Then he holed up behind the boulder again. A derisive laugh rose from the flat in front of him, his wild shots tickling some Apache's sense of humor. Sam took shells from his cartridge belt and fumbled six into the chambers of his revolver. His canteen hung from his saddle horn, wherever that was now, and thirst had begun its slow torment. His mouth was as dry as mummy dust, and his red rimmed eyes felt gritty in the sun glare. He rubbed his aching knee, angry that the Apaches were not giving up, angry with himself for leaving the security of the rafter tee and hazarding what was left of his future on a wild adventure to Silver City. He was too old for wild adventures and the Mescaleros were busy making that obvious. But fate can be as flighty as a sixteen-year-old girl at her first cotillion. And now, it intervened on Sam Sawyer's behalf. Bronco Apache warriors, especially Chiricahua, were the most notional people on this green earth, and they proved that now. When Sam looked over the boulder rim, all three Apaches had mounted their ponies in full view of him, a comment on what they thought of his marksmanship, and one of them, wearing the yellow headband of a former army scout, led his saddled Mustang. Sam didn't need to think about it. The fact was obvious that they were giving up the fight and moving on. He was mightily puzzled over the why of the thing. But, rack his brain as he might, he came up with no answer. Though he thought up a few maybes, Maybe they figured the Mustang saddle and rifle were booty enough, and it was not worth getting killed or wounded just to murder a gray-haired white man. Maybe they were homesick for their rancheria and their wives and young'uns. Maybe they'd gotten a sudden attack of the croup. Maybe a lot of things. But they were leaving, and that was enough to bring a smile to Sam Sawyer's craggy, weather-beaten face. So puffed up was he in this reversal to his fortune that he stepped clear of the boulder and yelled, Hey, you, leave that dang Mustang house right where it's at. The Apache in the yellow headband drew rein and stared at Sam for a long time, his black eyes glittering. Then he bent over on his pony's back and slapped his rear with the flats of his hands. Now Sam knew he'd been insulted, both as a man and a warrior, but he did nothing. He wasn't a good enough shot to hit the Mescalero's backside, and a miss would only make the Apaches mad and stir things up again. So he just stood and watched the Apaches leave. He could still hear them laughing at him long after he could no longer see them. Thus it was that Sam Sawyer, in low spirits, came down from the brakes and onto the flat. He had no horse, no water, and no food and it was a long, long way to Silver City. Sam walked for an hour and amused himself by kicking a rock, keeping it in front of him, retrieving it from under cactus or brush, then towing it forward again. His shadow grew longer, and his feet had started to ache when he stumbled on a narrow stream that